Vicky Goes On and On with Vicky Stokes and James Wells. through this time so i set up in the as you could see from that photo i set up in the um cloakroom and it was very cramped and dark Mm. but it was nice and confined i mean i might still end up going in there if this doesn't sound any better um but i'm thinking i said to Hayley, the thing is vicky sounds fine and she's not kind of closed up no because your flat's smaller yeah than what it was out there in the dining room and the kitchen. Yeah. I think that helped. So hey, said, so well, why don't you just sit in the living room and like put this, I've put this du- duvet up anyway, as I like, try to block some sound. Yeah. Um, and they might, that might be all we need for now. So yeah. Uh, well, when, when, I think you, you, from just from here, you sound a lot less echoey than you have done. That's cool. Yeah. So um, um, we're here to talk about pubs maybe primarily maybe do you remember, do you remember them well because i might you know me I yeah might go off topic too much. I, I do remember them um they were uh they were fine places to visit and you currently know, of, they're of, all closed aren't they so. right i've got several things to say about this One well just is, just in case people don't know yeah there is a pandemic going on which has closed oh, yeah. Well, do you know what? It's not even a case of people don't know. If someone comes to this in the year 2022, disclaimer. (laughs) When you think this might be over. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Disclaimer. You optimist. We're at the peak of a pandemic currently as we talk about pubs being closed. We're on lockdown. Yeah. Which means. Although James James, uh, opposes that term. Yeah. Oh, I love it. But I just don't think it's a lockdown when people are still out and about. What we want is a lock-in. Hey. Ah, see? Now, Funny. now you're talking. Now, now I'm comedy gold. Fucking hell. And where, where would you find a lock-in, Vicky? In a fucking pub. That's the one thing. I don't even go to pubs that as often as you would imagine that I go to pubs. Yeah, I thought you did. But that's probably because primarily whenever we I've seen you, it's been in a pub, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the lack of option that I, I'm not happy with, you know? What? Like, uh, I, can't, I can't just text someone and say, hey, are you free later? Do you fancy meeting for a drink? Do you want to... I mean, more than pubs, like, do you want to come round to my flat? Shall we meet up in a park? But pubs is particularly what I was. Pubs is a very good yearning um, for social a default, isn't it? Yeah, and because you know you don't even have to drink alcohol in a pub. Let's be let's be. Oh, frank. not nowadays. I mean, I choose you know. to, but well, you could always get a Coca Cola. Yeah, but I can imagine a... years ago. Oh fucking hell! Like, if you went into a pub and asked for a Coca Cola, like the music would stop. The old boys would. Here's here's the difference. You know, I'm a girl. It's for women. You no, but they would no, but I think even back in the day, if you would have asked for a coke, they would have said no. No, You you could. You need a wine, love. Wine, wine. No, you ask for um, a lemonade and blackcurrant. Okay. That that's an acceptable non-alcoholic beverage. Okay. Lemonade and blackcurrant. Yeah. Because you're a lady, you don't. No. Yeah. Both. What, now? Kelly, People or are, yeah, oh, so. Kelly does. Oh, I guess. Uh, well, fucking weirdo. Normally, I hear soda and black, or soda and lime. 
It's because you're more middle class. I'm really not. You are. I'm not. You are. You're a homeowner and you work, you work in an office. But I'm still working class. No, you're not. I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're not. I am. Mm-mm. Just because you sound it. <laughs> I genuinely am working class. <clears throat> There's no way on earth that I'm middle class. Anyway. Um, Upper working. Public houses. Lower, your level, lower middle. Um, yes. So because the weather has been pretty bloody lovely, I've been yearning for a pub beer garden. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's amazing how you'll forget the situation we're in and you'll have a sunny day and look out the window and go, and you're about to go, oh, should we go to the uh, pub, go into the garden? And then you're like, oh, fuck, I can't. I'm so upset. That's the one thing. So another thing that I have to say is that um, near near my flat is lots of pubs. Um, One of them, it's got the most misspelled, grammatically incorrect sign on on the doors that it's got apostrophes all over the shop and it's because of coronas all pub apostrophe s have to close sorry <laughs> i'm like <laughs> anyway i walk past it every time i go to tesco and it it makes my blood boil so there's a lot of pubs that i've seen on walks or or on drives during this time and you can see through the window there's lights on like dimly lit because you forget that people live in you know they live in these places you know um so they're obviously still doing maintenance and drinking cleaning shit and maybe what i want to know is what's going to happen to all the stock because a lot of it will go off beer will um so uh real ales will um go off they have a certain shelf life Mm. um i mean it's only been a month so there's i mean but it's been extended for another three weeks it has but i mean when you've got weather spoons that the reason why beer is so cheap is because they get it um like when it's near its sell-by date all right yeah that's why but well, they can let me still tell you, sell it. But then they, let I me guess tell you they, something about Weatherspoon. Oh, apart from the guy's a fucking into, wanker. Yeah, and I'm never stepping foot into a Weatherspoons ever again. Yeah. I don't have a lot of principles, right? I still use Amazon, even though I'm, I feel bad about it. But fuck that prick and fuck that company. Yeah. And it's the, it's the staff I feel sorry for. And when we boycott them, and I hope that everybody continues to, you know, when we're back, I hope that people do refuse to go to Weatherspoons. it's just you know like the whole brexit thing right i was pro remain i and he was not but that's okay it's a difference of opinion and and just because politically mm-hmm. i don't agree with you it's like yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're gonna there's, there's only now, two there's only two categories in brexit is leave and there's remain and yeah right you don't have to fucking i don't have to agree no. over it no no no, no, but, no absolutely not but so that I, you know, because a, a colleague of mine was like, "Oh no, he's a pro Brexiteer. He'd go fuck himself. I'm never going to go to Weatherspoons." And I was like, but then he, "And I was like, who cares?" He might be a nice person to have a drink with. Turns out he's not. He's a bit of a prick. He's a fucking prick who pays his staff so poorly, and 
for you know oh anyway so i'm never going to weatherspoons ever again luckily you and i um tend to meet up at the lucas arms in king's cross so which is not a weatherspoon no and it's a lovely pub often i do I do often say to you, oh, let's go somewhere else, somewhere cool, somewhere hip and happy. Yeah, but we always end up And then there. they're always just too loud and busy. Yeah. Because the others are loud and I want to talk to you. I don't want yeah, to listen yeah, yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah, and the, and the food's pretty decent. And The food's decent. The, the staff are always really lovely. Yeah, and the drinks are... Yeah, I've never had a bad beer in there. So... No. Um, yeah, wine's fine. So, um, and they've got a little outdoors bit, you know, and they've also, got the, garden, the little garden the, and yes. on the pavement. But also, where that's located, you're out of the way of the main kind of street, mm. but at the same time, you're you're literally a five minute walk to the station. So, yes, it's quite good. So, exactly. With pubs, you c- what I love is that where there is a train station, usually there is a pub not too far away. So if you ever got in the situation where you got lost on a train and you got off at a station and you had no idea, you know you'll be saved by a pub. Absolutely. So. Or in King's Cross, a 24-hour McDonald's. Yep, which again, which is pretty funny fucking enough, good. they locate a lot of them 24-hour McDonald's near pubs nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am I'm a frequenter of the uh, late-night so Big Mac. The... Um, the Weatherspoons, going back to Weatherspoons, that's um, in Gravesend, where I live, mm. is mm. Um, right next door to the McDonald's. So that's dangerous after a night. Is it a 24-hour McDonald's? Um, it's not, but it's one of them McDonald's that opens until five in the morning and then they close for like an hour to get cleaned up. and then. Oh, well, basically it is then. Yeah. Because the one nearest to my flat closes I mean, you might two. as well be. Fucking hell. Yeah, well, an hour, Jesus. Well. Um, it is one of them McDonald's that has bouncers on the doors. So, they all do. Uh, what, well, all what, the ones what that I... What world I've are we been. living in when you've now got bouncers at McDonald's? I mean, every time you walk past the McDonald's, there's a group outside and not a nice looking... Well, that's Gravesend for you. Yeah. I mean, it's no Dartford. No, but it's still a shithole. What a shithole? Yeah, but Dartford. Is it both are? I don't care who I offend, actually, because they're both, I mean, it, well, Gravesend's ni- much nicer than Dartford. I remember I got, when, when I, f- the first time I went to Dartford, I got off the, the train mm. and just was like, what the fuck is this? Yep. Yeah. I think and most Kelly, people who live in Dartford Kelly, when yeah. they open their door every fucking Kelly day. Kelly came up because she met me there and um, my friend Kelly had just moved there with her mum. And uh, it was very exciting to, you know, because I'm the sort of person, I don't care where you live, I'll, I'll fucking visit. You, there's no getting away from me. <laughs> if yeah. I'm your friend, you will turn you've got up. me. I'm like herpes. If you build it, she will come. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and so she, she was like walking across, there's like a, um, an overpass bridge thing. And she was walking over that. And I just went, what the fuck is this? And she went, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just not pleasant. Yeah, it's not. It's Gravesend not. I mean, at least was prettier. So I mean, the opinion. good. I think what Gravesend has going for it is it's a, it's supposed to be a riverside town, whereas Dartford isn't yeah. anything really. At least with Gravesend, it's still holding on to. There's parts of it that hold on to this riverside heritage era. Mm. Um, so there is something to. I mean, you could go to the. The Three Doors, which is a lovely pub. 
on the riverside, which, which does amazing to. food. Yep. Oh, I've been to. Um, and it's, you know, you've got the ferries and you've got the pier um, and you can sit in the Three Doors Garden and you can you can have a lovely, on a, on a lovely, lovely day. Even, do you know what, even on a winter's day, if you're wrapped up, what a lovely view. That's nice. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Dartford doesn't really have anything like that. Um, I think what 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 the difference is what my memory is anyway and you could you could say to me well Vicky I only showed you the nicey you know the nice nicer prettier bits I'm not going to show you the shit parts that, no but it seems to me that my memory anyway is that Dartford is just concrete all of it and Gravesend at least has some greenery in it yeah, even if it's yeah, just like some trees yeah you know so, I know certainly where you live, there's a little bit of greenery around, yeah. which is lovely. I mean, I mean, that's one of the one of the best things about living in London is that we have so many more parks yeah. per square mile than yeah. I think any other country, any other city, major city in the world. Unfortunately, though, they're all hidden away by flats a lot of the time, aren't they? And and big grey buildings. Um, like there's a lot of parks in London, but you have to know about them. So yeah, going back to Gravesend and pubs. Yes. There is a magazine that goes around called Pub on Every Corner because Gravesend did used to have a pub on every corner. And it's not a big town. No. But, I mean, when I was, we're talking probably about eight years ago, I could go on a pub crawl. Uh, and I did with friends like on a Saturday and we did like one of them, you know, one of them golf ones, like the 18 hole kind of things, like 18 pubs. We could do that. And that was after loads of pubs had been closed down in Gravesend. So fuck mine. There used to be a lot. Um, yeah, there are. That is one of the tragedies of um, the modern world that, mm. that there are a lot fewer pubs and I know there are very complicated reasons for it. I know that some of them is because of like um, licenses and some of them because business rates and, um, you know, like in, in Kilburn when it's known for being like a real pub place and lots of live music and loads of places have closed down. Yeah. And I think that's a real shame. And I think it's a real shame because, you know, I am on these like Twitter feeds and things and, um, local email shots that are like um the Beatles played here, Nirvana played here, the Smiths played all before they were particularly famous. Yeah, yeah. And if there are no so it's sort of twofold, isn't it? Because if there are no places for up and coming bands to come from and play small venues and you know start start a um a following from the grassroots, then but then the music industry's changed. Mm. and yeah yeah it's not it's not you know it's you not know, rolling stones is it it's not but it's um, such a shame, oh we discovered it? them in a pub it doesn't happen now yeah. because yeah i mean obviously internet, everything's on youtube yeah, yeah exactly yeah, so yeah, yeah. so you don't need and to also go to there's a pub not anymore. there's not as much money in the music industry anymore no. and bands tend not to make money from music yeah they make it from merch and uh ticket sales and it's it's just really sort of sad i suppose is the only and that, you know and what i mean thing. because uh, live uh, music particularly particularly some kinds of live music like yeah. rock music you need to hear that mm. live 
and a pub was was the perfect place there it wasn't just for drinking it was um you know for bands that's where you would um hone your skill wasn't it you know i yes. mean now you can't do that on youtube you can edit on youtube and you can make yourself yeah. amazing and then you get a record deal and then someone goes okay playing and it's the same and it's the same isn't it for stand-up comedy yeah. how many great little venues i've seen stand-up comedians in and then years later you see that they're doing like a nationwide tour and you think yeah man i saw them when they were a bit shit but they were obviously naturally funny, otherwise I wouldn't bother following their career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's just so nice. That's why I really love the Bill Murray in um in Angel. Yeah. It's like a really nice little pub that isn't, you know, you know, you you wouldn't really go there for a drink because the point of it is that you get this stand-up comedy every night. And I also feel uh, a little bit uh, like a sense of ownership, I suppose, because I I gave them like a fiver on Kickstarter or something. So it's like, yeah, it's mine. I paid five whole pounds. <laughs> um, but I did get a badge and I'm on the mailing list and stuff and it's great. But I've seen some amazing acts there. Mm. And I know they're quite a new venue. And I do hope that the, this doesn't particularly adversely affect them. I know that they're doing some online stuff like everybody is. Yeah. But it would just be such a shame for all of those sorts of things to fall away because of this coronavirus situation. Yeah, um, I mean... Obviously, things are going to be affected economically, of course they yeah. are, but yeah. I want all of my pubs that I love to stay To stay open yeah, and come back, please. you know, once come it's all back, over. Please. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat that feeling of, especially when you've organised meeting up with someone, of of seeing the the pub sign, you know, you're approaching it, opening the door, kind of having a look around in a sea of people, you know, all chatting, drinking. You can't beat yeah. that feeling, and then and then spotting your your, your person that you yeah you're there to meet, and a, a big old wave, and either going straight up to them, or going oh just grab a drink, and yeah, then yeah. you know, I mean, it's the little things. Do you know what I mean? It's the little yeah. thing, and at the moment. It doesn't have the same. It's lovely, and we're doing all we can, but it's not. The, it's not the same feeling. It doesn't have the same effect as going. Do you fancy zooming in five minutes? I, I often have people over. Like, let's say maybe once a week, someone will come around to my flat, and I'll have mm. dinner, yeah. and I'll buy some wine or whatever, and we we have you know a high old time. And I like, and I really enjoy that, and I really enjoy having my own space to be able to do that. That's one of the best things about not living with my parents is yeah. that I have the the scope to just be like, yeah, I'm free on Wednesday, come around to mine and I'll cook for you. So it's not to say that like, I want to never do that, but mm. it's something different and sort of delicious about going to a pub. And yes, it is much more expensive. Oh, I could, I, I hate these fucking people. They're like, Oh, five pounds for a glass of wine. You can get a whole bottle for a fiver. Yeah. But it's not the fucking same, is it? It's just not the same. I can make a burger at home, but it's not the same as going to Byron or McDonald's even. It's the atmosphere. I, you know, yeah. I, I'm a much better cook for steak, right? And my brother is a much better cook for, for steak, particularly. So I never order steak when I go out. That doesn't mean I never want to go to a restaurant again. No, uh, no, exactly. Sometimes I just don't want to fucking cook, you know? It's, something, it's a change. It's different. I think it's that's what people change, are missing, and, isn't it? It's like, and that's, you know, yeah. You can have a drink at home. And at the moment, a lot of pubs are doing, well, a lot of the pubs down my way are doing takeout 
and deliveries because I mean it's not it's not the big chains, it's the no. it's the um, uh, micro pubs you know who do yeah. the real ale and um, all the craft beer. You know, they're doing it, yeah, like the Compass Ale House. Um, yeah. Shout out. They're, <laughs> they're, doing, um, they're doing takeouts and deliveries um, because, again, what you were saying about stocks, you know, they don't want, one, they don't want their stock to perish. Two, no. they've still got a business to run. Yeah. Three, a lot of them pubs know what it's about, going back to what it used to be when pubs weren't chains and it was all about community and it was all yeah. about knowing the same people and um and just supporting you know, your a neighbors. family kind yeah. of unity yeah and yeah. in these hard times they're doing the best that they can did um, you happen to watch um uh it was on it was on bbc2 i assume but i watched it on iplayer and it was like the shop corner through the the corner shop through the times you know go you know did you ever watch that go back in time for tea and they had like the 1910s, like 1911, and like what you would eat every day and how you would Oh, I didn't see it, but yeah. I know what you're talking so, about. So they did that, and then they did one for the corner shop, and it was so interesting because I really love social history. So, so it's the and evolution of the corner shop over... Yes, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I know you're thinking, well, Vicky, that's not a pub, but... No, but there's a point. It, but it, there was, yeah, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> But there was there were a lot of parallels between the, the, the corner shop and the pub. And I suppose one of the parallels could be because oh, I'm getting modelled because in the 1910s, I think it was, you could buy pints from the corner shop, but they weren't an off license. So it's kind not, of a pub. But not, yeah. seal, not sealed, like, like a no, pint no, ready to they, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, so you would just, so they would so sit. They had a pump. They had a so pump. The men, were... Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. And they would sit and drink whilst, because of course it wasn't self-service. So often, you know, the bloke would be on his way home by the, the evening paper. Yeah. And then whilst you sit and wait for the shopkeeper to get your order ready, he'd be like, oh, I'll have a pint of bitter. And so they'd sip and have a pint of bitter and catch up with your mates. But also more than that, the corner shop is a very sort of feminine um, space. And mm. then the pub is a sort of very masculine space. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Um, so, you know, but, it, but, but regardless of that, it's a place where you can go that isn't your own front room and you can socialize and entertain in a very, I don't know, like considered way. Anyway, that's all very. Um, I mean, it's just, it's escapism. That's what it is, you know. Again, popping to the just... pub for a drink is a change, and you know, Isn't it? yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's there's pubs that you could go to which are literally two minutes walk, um, and, and yet sometimes. I don't. Well, you can't at the moment. So. No, but you know, near me, um, I've got I've got a couple of really great pubs and a couple of really dodgy pubs. <laughs> So, um, so there's one, I won't name it, but there's one, uh, I used to, so I lived around the corner from where I currently live with a flatmate and, uh, she and I went to this pub right near, it was like seconds from our flat on the Kilburn High Road. And, uh, we were in there, she's not from London. So this guy comes in and he's, he's opened his, like coat up and showed uh, somebody his wares and I was like oh fucking hell 
And I was like, Kate, can you just like, don't engage, don't look at this person. And the guy approaches us and I went, no, I don't want, I don't want it. Thanks. And he's walked off, you know, it's not a problem. And she was like, what's he selling? I was like, he's selling meat. He's stolen some meat from Audi or Sainsbury's or M&S and he's going to sell some meat. (laughs) She's like, meat. Did you then get back into your time machine and came back to 2010? Because I haven't heard of someone trying to sell their wares in a pub for years. You don't live in Kilburn. I was going to say, when I was a kid, it'd be a case of, you know, you go to the pub with your dad and he'd be chatting with his mates and you'd have a Diet Coke or whatever. And then someone would come in, you know, do you want to buy some DVDs? And fucking hell, I haven't heard of that in years. Jesus. Well, it happens. When, when, the, when, the, when the lockdown is up, uh, you need to come. I'll take you to that pub. Yeah, what cracks me up about that pub is from the outside, it seems like a really cool pub. And it's like got, um, you know, special gins and karaoke nights mm. and various other you know like the windows look great and inviting yeah yeah and then uh, and the decor looks pretty good you walk in and you're like fuck i'm in the wrong pub yeah it's so funny it's such a funny place but one of one of my favorite pubs um is um a cheaper pub too so i'm gonna frequent there instead of weatherspoons and that's the old bell and that's just it's like a proper local pub but you don't walk in and feel oh fuck i've walked into a local pub do you know what I mean? Do you, yeah, you yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so funny, isn't it? It is like a Western when the stranger walks in and everyone yes. fucking stops and they're like, who the hell is this? But if you engage with the locals, by the end of it, they're... You're, you're one of the locals. Yeah, they're like, come back. You, <laughs> you know what it makes me think of? And you're going to love this because it's got one of our fave people in it. The beginning of American Werewolf in London. Is that what mm. it is? And Rick, Rick Mails, yes. Mouth. Yeah, and everything goes silent. Yeah. And, What's and the name of that I, pub? Oh, fuck. That's going to kill me. You talk and I'll Google. Go on. Okay. So what, one, of the, one of the funniest things, I think, personally, is um, I'm a, like a real pub person. And you were just saying then that, you know, go to the pub with your dad. My parents don't go to pubs. My family are not pub family. It, we just, but you've got so a lot of brothers, are they not? Oh, I do have no. They don't drink. I'm the really? drinker. Yeah, yeah. What one of them does drink a little bit. Uh, you know, some of them do drink a little bit, but not not anything like me. And I think that's mostly because two of them, they have to drive for their jobs, and they've had yep. to drive in all of their working life. Sure. And also, sure. they just so would they never don't get the obviously get the chance, do they? So. Well, because they're not the sort of people, and I think this is commendable to uh you know even have a pint you're allowed to have a certain amount of alcohol before you can still drive and my one of my brothers just like it's not worth it i don't what's the point you know you get pulled over and you get breathalyzed and even if it's like you know such a small amount you he was like you can't be sure that you've only had the the correct amount and also if it was me i'd just be like ah fuck it i'll have another half it won't matter yeah, and that yeah, will be yeah, the yeah. thing that tips me over the edge and he was just um, and most of my friends who drive are like nah if i'm drink, if i'm driving i'm not drinking at all yeah like forget the you're allowed to have a one glass of wine or something yeah yeah 
so I think you know good thanks and that means that I don't have to learn how to drive and I can drink all you I like you can always be you, you never all, have to be the designated driver no. you can always be the drinker so well I can't so <clears> well someone anyone, needs to be entertaining you're all sitting around the table and everyone's trying to work out who's driving already you're on the fucking fifth glass of wine oh, <laughs> Shall mate. Hey, mate. do you know what James that is true I know that I has know. Ha- that has happened I've got I've, a- I went out which means go on what's your fun to, fact no i'm just gonna have to um make sure that i book a cab when you come and visit me <laughs> fucking driving um so and now now i'm reading it it's all coming back to me um the slaughtered lamb oh, i knew it was the lamb i was gonna say the flag and slaughtered lamb, lamb. um yeah. yeah yeah fucking brilliant um and the thing is is i think that is the most accurate representation of anything on cinema in cinema yeah because it does happen the walk it does happen my dad was telling me he used to he used to pick up cars he was a breakdown driver not a breakdown dancer people always think i'm gonna say (laughs) that i'm like no um it's not a breakdown is it it's break dancer exactly so I'm saying oh, breakdown. Fucking people are stupid. Anyway, pick, oh, tell me about it. Anyways, um, that's what he was. And he once um, was picking up a car in North Wales. And the guy whose car it needed to be picked up was in this pub. And he said to my dad, I'm going to be in this pub at this time and I'll give you the keys. So this is before like mobile phones. Yeah. So um, my dad walks into this pub. And just as he was walking in, he could hear everybody speaking perfectly good English. He walks in, they stop. They turn around, they look at my dad, they all start speaking Welsh. And my dad was like, I'm here for, you know. Fucking hell. Because you're, you're always doing an impression of your mum and she's very Spanish. My dad's English. Um, so yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> where, where, where about in England is he from? Uh, so my dad is from Northamptonshire. But if you yeah. asked him, he would say that he's from Paddington, which okay. is... So he doesn't have an accent. Uh, well, I suppose we would call it a neutral accent but then also he does what what i do what we all do um where you code switch because you know he worked in an environment with lots of men and yeah. some of whom are unpleasant you know what i mean yeah and uh, so he's like my dad doesn't really swear very much but in a garage he would have he well he wouldn't have to but he would swear much more and um I remember one of my sisters saying, oh, I never heard you swear before, Dad. That's not how she sounds, but that's how I'm making her sound. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, well, of course he was swearing because he was talking to like a mechanic and he's being one of the lads, you know, and you've got to be a little bit in with that gang. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not, yeah. it's not um, any sort of disrespect to anybody else. It's just you've got to sort of fall in with those people. Mm. You you saying that I have this now I've got this feeling of pubs and one of the magic things about pubs and the atmosphere and whether it's to do with the atmosphere it's definitely uh, to do with the alcohol. Um, it's one of them places where everyone can just be themselves and be a little bit loose, a little bit free. It's you a know, bit easier to be yeah, it's easier to be yourself. I mean that's true oh, and that's beautiful you know. and I agree, but. One of my problems as a human being is that I, I'm not, I'm not uptight, but I do, I do sort of keep a lot 
inside yeah. and um i'm very somebody said oh you're really self-aware that's your problem and i'm like yeah i'm self-aware to some sort of unhealthy degree where i'm constantly thinking about what i am who i am what i'm saying who i'm saying it to how i'm saying it and how i'm feeling and how that makes me feel and anyway it's very tiring to be me and i remember one of the first times that um i was really drunk in front of susan um who is a beautiful soul who i'm so glad is my friend and you're a stage um, friend <laughs> and has stayed my friend despite being so pissed i was so drunk this one time was this in a pub? the next day no it wasn't well uh, no it wasn't no. i was I w had been at a pub before drinking and then I was going to a, fr a friend of mine was in a band and they were doing some sort of record like a uh, rehearsal and they invited me and Susan and various other people to like come and have a sort of little jam party. And I got so pissed and I, and I didn't know Susan very well then. Like it was about a year into our friendship. Oh, okay. So there was a, an element because also she's quite a lot younger than me there was an element of like, I don't know, sort of trying to be, trying to be a proper person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something, yeah, you know to, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the next day I, I spoke You're still her. in the honeymoon phase of friendship. Mm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but I am a really great person. Yeah. I'm a Not great even the girl. honeymoon phase, you're actually, it's more like the dating phase of friendship, isn't it? Because yeah. honeymoon, by that point you're married, you fucking know. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, it's the dating phase of a friendship when you're, Oh, so if, funny, if, if I let too loose, then you know. yeah. But then, well, ironically, not... we make you know a lot of people have made friends in pubs because you're being free. Oh no, no, no! But so this was, right. so this was my point. So this was my point. So I so I said to her the next day, "Oh my God, Susan, I'm so drunk. I'm so sorry. It was so embarrassing. Oh God, you must think I'm so terrible." And she was like. Vicky, you were exactly the same as you <laughs> normally are, but turned up. Well, she was like, just you. Turned up to 11. It was basically, she was just like, you were you without any of your fucking walls and your insecurities. You okay. were just. Because and of I the was alcohol. Like, yeah. Mm. Basically, drunk Vicky is pure Vicky. Mm. Everyone, when they've had alcohol, is more relaxed aren't they and yeah but some people they become more more relaxed and they become, oh, they become more arseholes. aggressive or yeah. more yeah that's you as a person surely mm -hmm. um you yeah, know quite. You, if you can sit in a pub and have a bottle of wine to yourself have a chat with someone have a good evening and be jovial when you leave you're still drunk you're merry whatever then I think that reflects on you as a person anyway. If you go to a pub and by the end of the night you're starting fights, then more than likely you're a dickhead anyway. Yes, and I suppose all I mean to say is that it's heartening to know that the real me is lovely, really funny, charming, <laughs> modest. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm great. But you what are, can I tell you're, you? you're a lovely person. You know. Yeah, um, well, but I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs>Oh, yeah. That was kind of one of the ideas behind it. But when you wrote it down and sent it to me, like the description of what the podcast was, and it's um, a podcast 
for for chatting about people and for people that like being in pubs that kind of thing mm. i was like fuck yeah that's 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 what it is and and you know for for people that are just listening they might not realize that the the idea is that we sit here and we don't get drunk per se but it is speak for yourself well but it is it is um that concept of you know we both open a bottle of wine or we have a drink and we chat we converse and as the conversation goes it becomes looser fluider um, we don't need to enjoy each other's company with booze that is that is not the point but um because you know I don't want to encourage the idea that it's only for drinkers or it's only for, you know, no. like we're sort of making it a, an alcoholic, um, an alcoholic podcast, bitch, bitch podcast or something. The alcoholic. Yeah. Um, and I know that, you know, some people have problems with alcohol and some people don't drink alcohol for whatever reason, you know, whether, whether it's religious or whatever, or, um, uh, psychological, but, yeah. um, but it's, but it's that sort of, it's in that sort of vein of having a nice time and chatting with a friend and trying. I, I suppose the point is for, for those who don't know me, I know a little tiny bit about a lot of different things. And I unfortunately bore my friends with my rants and my opinions. And my friends say to me, yeah, but you know, you explain things in a really interesting way. Yeah, you do. It's, and, it's, it's a very it's Vicky, fun, Vicky way. So, it's a very Vicky yeah. way. And the thing is with me, I do think I, and maybe I'm doing myself a disservice, but I do think that I'm, I'm not as educated as I, as I wish I was. Um, I wish I would have paid attention more at school. Um, and, but at the same time, it's now that I've got that, um, that enthusiasm and mm. that, um, uh, what's the word see um that drive <laughs> that drive to be yeah. more educated yes and what i like about talking with you when we meet up is that you do do this thing in a vicky way that i do feel like i've, I've learned a bit and oh, without that's... without being bombarded with information i mean I, I'm, I'm i'm a little bit of an idiot <laughs> no i disagree you know, um i don't like there's... i don't like stupid people but it, i mean there's things that i know no because there, listen, there's let things me, that let me tell i've you got a, a, a huge knowledge of and there's things mm-hmm. that i haven't um let i would love to be an all-rounder i'd love to have a, a knowledge of everything unfortunately i do not like when it comes to things like politics i I find it really hard to engage in interest. However, having said that, as I've got older, of course, there are things that interest me a lot more than they used to. Um, but here's the thing: you are a curious person, mm. and I don't mean that you're peculiar. You know what I mean? Oh, you're so uh, curious. But interested people are interesting. There are many people that I speak to, and I'll say something like, "Oh, um, did you know that?" And I mean, not in that sort of um, train spotting stereotype bore way of like, did you know that uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, like that's very dull. And, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, sure. I don't, I don't mean it like that. But um, sometimes I, I'll say something to somebody and just because I like to tell people things, not because, not because I know them, but because, oh, I just read this thing and it was really interesting. And don't you think that's really interesting? Yeah. 
And there are some people who I think are stupid because they go, I don't want to know. Basically, mm. their attitude is, oh, it's so boring. And yeah, it's like, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. not boring. You, you might find that topic boring, right? And that mm. is fine. But there is something of interest, in my opinion, in everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could show me an article about the most dull hobby, say, I will look There's for something out of that, isn't it? Of course. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, why does somebody seed, find it, it interesting? Yes. Yeah, it's a seed. So, so whether, my whether... opinion is that if if somebody appreciates that seed, then they're not stupid. They no. might not know anything. Listen, how do you know anything? How does anyone know anything? You're no. born, you know nothing, right? Yeah. We're so, always learning. We're always of course. learning. So it really fucks me off when people are like, uh, I just, uh, I'm just not interested. Or like, how do you know that? That's the, my, my biggest thing is people say to me, how do you know so much? And I'm like, uh, I read a book. I read a thing. Yeah. I looked at a thing. I read yeah. it. I watched it. And I'm not the sort of person who's like, oh, um, I only watch BBC4 documentaries about um, jazz musicians in the yeah. 18th century. Like, fuck off. Yeah. I don't care. And it's really great that you like that one niche thing, but there are so many things in the universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christ. Yeah. And I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but I know a little tiny bit and I'm always... You're always, I've always been open to learning as well. So Yes. And this is saying, this is coming from somebody who didn't really go to school. I was 25 when I went to university, which is, you know, a lot older. I was a mature student. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, and but because, you know, had I gone to university when I was 18 or 19, I would have fucked it up royally. And I mean, I didn't get a first. I got a 2-1. I'm pretty happy with that. I think that's a reasonable grade. You know, More than I got. Well, but, you know, at some point I was at a job where everybody had a degree. Yeah. I was yeah. like, but these people are fucking idiots. Yeah. And I now work with PhD students. Well, you and know. They no, know, they know a lot about one thing. They're yeah, so fucking clever yeah, yeah, yeah. about one thing, but they have yeah. no life skills, no. they have no life experience, mm. and like they're they're smart. But then and I think there's clever, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but well, but those conversations, those ones you have where you're chatting. Um, and just shoot it, you know, shooting the breeze, I guess. And you're talking about these subjects again, you're talking about things that could be really dull and mon mundane articles, as you've said, but you'll find something. There isn't, I mean, I'm, I'm saying this with a lot of irony, considering where we are at the moment. I'm in my living room, you're in yours, we're not together. But where, other than a pub, do you have them no absolutely absolutely no well have them conversations at work and if you do with your work colleagues it's after work at the pub yes i mean i mean yes ordinarily except do you know what i think the problem is personally i'm such a pub person that i i my essence is a pub so i end up sort of i'm just that kind of person and i think that that's funny because as I said, my parents don't go to pubs. I'm not from a pub family. Yeah. We never, 
we never went. I've, I went to a pub with my mum once and that was in Luton airport. <laughs> and I said but to my mum, yeah, yeah, yeah. So was it a mock like, pub? Was it a mock yeah, yeah. Pub? But it was, but it was nice anyway. Um, she was waiting that pub atmosphere to a, a big yeah. grey building. It was quite a nice pub actually. Yeah, it looked like a legit pub. I, I it's a, it was it's really a, do you know what? They're really lovely pubs when there's a screen up there telling you when your flight is going to fucking... Yeah, but I wasn't flying anywhere. So I was just waiting with her whilst her flight was coming in. She was going to go to Spain to visit family. Right. And uh, so I said to my mum, oh, well, we'll just go to this pub, right? Mm. And my mum was like, a pub at this time. And I was like, mum, it's <laughs> like, it's like four... 4 p.m. like we're fine and I'm off work and you're going on holiday for crying. So for your mum, a pub is an evening thing. For my mum, a pub is a thing for people who are <laughs> loose that know they're for oh she has a real thing about pubs, <laughs> let really? me tell you. I don't go to the pub and I don't hang out with these men and I'm like, I am not hanging out with these men in pubs. I'm not hanging out with men. <laughs> Ever well, aside apart from, from me, apart from James, <laughs> my married mate, you know, like. So, what about your dad? Does your dad frequent pubs? Or no, no, not really. Has he ever? He used, yeah, he 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 told me once um, in the sixties, um, he would go to the pub. He was in the army. Um, my dad was um, a horse guard, so oh, you wow. know the ones with the red plumes yeah 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 ponytails as I like so sometimes you would go to the pub you know after mm. your shift or whatever it's called yeah. and um and he would have half a milk stout and i was like what the fuck oh, is a milk stout lovely and isn't and isn't a half a nice lady's creamy stout like, no mm. he was like no half a milk stout yeah but a stout like, is a get, man's drink so even if you're having like, half get a, life, you know, get a bloody life Drink no. of whiskey. Oh. Anyway, so my so my mum and I, um, we were in this pub in Luton Airport, and I said to my mum, "What do you want to drink?" She said, um, "She said that she would have a um, a gin and tonic." Right. Mm. My mum loves tonic water. I think it tastes like, you know, when you put your tongue on a nine volt battery. Yes. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I said that very very yeah. quickly. Yes. Well, but. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's what tonic water tastes like yeah. to me. The joy of tonic water is that it tastes like a nine volt battery. <laughs> well, uh, the joy of tonic, the joy of tonic water is it is recharging you as you drink it. Um, no, the joy of tonic water is it complements the gin, the flavour of a gin. And I'm just talking a standard gin. I'm not talking about kind of um, <laughs> flavoured gins. I'm talking about your standard gin. It complements that flavour, yeah, so much that if you were to have tonic water on its own, there's not that much fucking difference. So if you're if you're trying the to problem, if you're okay, trying to steer away me, from the alcohol, just have a glass of tonic. Okay, here's the problem. I hate the taste of gin. Well then, don't worry about it because you ain't going. No, I don't. Near no. That, so anyway, so. no. So listen. So I got my mum a gin and tonic, and I got myself a Jack Daniels and Diet Coke. Of course. And my mum said, "What are you drinking?" I said, "A Jack Daniels and Diet Coke." And she said, "That's a whiskey." I said, "Yes." And she went, "You are an alcoholic." I said, 
<laughs> what the fuck difference is it? It's a spirit and a mixer. You've got a spirit and a mixer. Yeah. Oh, but a genie's different. Yeah. It's not different. It's the yeah. same bloody thing. I said, you taste it. She doesn't like Diet Coke. She doesn't like Coca-Cola. It tastes like a medicine. I'm like, you're drinking a nine bolt battery, battery love. <laughs> Uh, but, and yeah. and and two things right whilst we're on this fucking topic my mum likes brandy and she likes anise which is like um perno like, or uno like a pastis has um, it got anything to do with star anise like the the um it's like an aniseed yeah 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 it's clear so it's and that kind france, of similar taste it, in france it's called a pastis and in and in the the Greek equivalent is a, a Cornish perno. pasties. Or, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's a ouzo. Yeah, you'll have had it in probably, your life, probably. Yeah, and and it turns out I didn't know this. You're supposed to have it, a shot of it in ice cold water, oh. because I once bought her a bottle and it came with a a kushara, which is a spoon. Kushara gratis, and I'm like, why is it covered with an actual spoon? spoon. Well, yeah. like a, was it a silver spoon, a wooden spoon? Or? It was a lovely, long-handled wood mm. uh, like, silver spoon. Like Let's when you get a latte, like nowadays, when you get like a latte. Like when you get a latte. But it was latte. kind of the 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 measurement of the the bowl of the spoon was kind of between a teaspoon and a and a a regular like a table, spoon. Like yeah, <laughs> a like a, yeah, yeah. It was somewhere serving, in the middle. Not a serving spoon. I think it was probably. I think it was probably that it held 25 mils, but I don't right, know. Okay. We can't be sure of that. Anyway, no, no, I don't know. I just bought her a bottle from the it's Spanish fine. shop on Portobello Road and it came with a free spoon. So I said, why does it come with a free spoon? And she said, what? I said, mira, una cuchara gratis. What is this? She was like, I don't know, maybe to mix it. Yeah, but why are you mixing <laughs> it? Because my mum... Did my she mom, then open a drawer up of just, so many of these spoons that she's <laughs> kept over the hey, years? That would make sense, but this is what happened. My mum drinks a shot of this out of often an egg cup. I'm painting my mum in a very peculiar light, but she's a very peculiar woman. I love her dearly, but she's nuts, right? So she'll just have an egg cup shot of anise. Mm. I had to Google what the fuck you know like what is this drink what's with the fucking spoon it turns out you have it you have it a, a shot of it in um a tall glass of ice cold water yeah. you sip it like um a cocktail i suppose so the spoon like to it's stir. a gin and tonic the spoon is to stir and my mum was like i don't know what you're talking about so I'm she like, doesn't have her water no she just has a pure shot of this so you're a lot I mean, more like your mum than you think. What, because I have pure shots of whiskey? <laughs> How dare you? Which makes um, you laugh, because your mum's then going, you know, oh, mate. pubs and stuff. No, so, listen. Uh, no, on I know. the other hand, she's like, fuck the water. Let's just have a shot. Come on, guys. No, I know. What I about, think... like, what about, like, a Sunday lunch at a pub? They've never done that. I mean... One, when you find a pub, it's lovely, isn't that it? That does a good Sunday lunch. That's one of the best things in the world. Although here's the thing: I, a few years ago, I um, so I do the Christmas dinner cooking, yes, and I still do, yeah, because oh, my dad God, you, used to do it. You didn't do a Christmas pub lunch, uh, pub dinner, did you? Wow, well, I booked a very nice pub 
mm. um, Christmas dinner thing, right? Yeah. Except I, I gave everybody the menu because then I was going to liaise with the pub about yes. you know what we all yeah. wanted for starters yeah. and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, right? Cool standard standard and, practice. Um, of course, and uh, but the menu said jus instead of gravy, and my dad was like, oh. Oh, it's so fucking pretentious. Let's not do it. And I, I was mean, like, I agree with you, Dad. Fuck. Just call it gravy. Yeah, but fuck, come on. So. so anyway, because of all of this sort of bullshit attitude, one of my brothers and I decided that we'll go to the Toby Carvery. <laughs> what a fucking shit show! How yep. terrible! You yep. know, you and I. You would have been better off with a Jew. You, yeah, right. An actual Jewish person. That's what we were oh, better yeah. off with yeah. on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know you and I were recently discussing privately about um, ITV? Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's what Tony cut. Uh, yeah. 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 It's, um, it's yeah. Tony Carvery is. We'll a... edit this. <laughs> Will we? <laughs> I've got the power. <laughs> That's true. Um, Toby Carvery is one of them places for um, the caters for cunts. Uh, well, I was going to say northern people it. or um, cunts. people of simple taste. People who were raucous. They were very rude. It was um, yeah. yeah. It was raucous. I did. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I didn't. I mean, everyone gets and then, excited and then, at a Carvery, but at, well, and then a all bit the of decorum home. would be nice. All the way home, I kept getting told by various people in the car, we should have, we should have gone you. to that pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And the thing is, yeah. that pub was going to cost me, and I had paid the deposit, one of my brothers was going to help me out. And it was, you know, it was all, I mean, he did it. He did pay for the thing anyway. Mm. Um, it was going to cost me like 75 quid a head. And it was like two, two of my brothers, my mum, my dad, and me. So that's like a lot of money. Yeah. But I didn't want to cook. I couldn't be bothered. I had a really shitty year at work and I was just like, you know, fuck it. Because that was yeah. I think that yeah, was when yeah, I went yeah, to Waterstones. Yeah. And it was like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm also, the in charge of Christmas dinner. But also what we were saying earlier on about it being a bit of escapism, a change yeah, yeah, of scenery. Yeah. It's not a bad thing, you know, trying to get everyone together and go to a different um different environment, a different setting. And then the next day, my mum said to me, Can you cook turkey for me because i am really disappointed that i haven't had like a proper turkey mm. so i still had to cook christmas dinner after all of that so it cost me like 500 pounds and did. i still and i still cooked christmas fucking dinner if only they'd gone for the jew you know but then do you know what i think nowadays that is one of the um there i think people that run pubs that's an error because people are looking for a pub atmosphere. And when you start trying to cater for a certain clientele and being a bit pretentious, I mean, if you go to a pub, you're, you, you know, you're fundamentally ordering a pint I, of lager and you want agree, some fucking yeah. gravy. You don't want I sort you. I want gravy. And, I, and, and also because um, Christmas in this country is very sort of, um, no matter... No matter how posh you may be, it is sort of universal that it's um, 
Quality Street and watching the yeah, it's very, yeah, 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 and yeah. watching Top of the Pops Christmas, and you know there there are lots of yeah, I, there's, I there's agree. Lots with you. Of, I there's mean, lots listen. of elements of Christmas actually, which you can can connect They're up universal, with yeah, they? and you can yeah. connect them up with the with the elements of a pub to a certain extent. Is it oh, is it absolutely. because it's a British thing? It's very because I mean I'll be honest, you know, Christmas is quite universal around the world. However, I can't imagine a lot of Americans sitting there eating quality streets and watching more common wise. They don't have Christmas crackers. Fucking hell. I've really? never felt more sorry for a nation. No, they I don't mean, know what the fuck I'm talking about. Although saying that, there is a lot of, you know. No, listen, listen, listen. When you Christmas, cracker, cracker Christmas crackers are disappointing. And then you yeah. get a poxy little toy. I, I know. Look, they're disappointing. All right. I, I'm, I'm willing to admit that. Of course I am. I'm not I'm not an idiot, but they're my favourite part of Christmas. Yeah. I fucking love a Christmas cracker. Really? I love them. I don't know why. So Because they're so disappointing. I don't know why I love them. Maybe you, I just like disappointment. Have you ever been to a pub on Christmas Day? Mm, I wanna say no, but maybe I have. It's quite nice. We went so the year the Christmas just gone. We didn't because ironically we were too drunk to go. Um, and it was, you know, they That's opened... the best you know, reason again, ever. going back to the Compass, um, it's a little micro pub. They opened for like two, three hours. Um, and they opened at something like uh, 12 o'clock till three. And that's it on a Christmas yeah. day. Yeah. Um, and previously we'd been every Christmas while the turkey or the meat is, is cooking, we'd pop down for a couple. Um and Does this mean you're not always eating turkey? Yeah, you we eat. Turkey? Yeah. Oh, um, you fucking sicken me. No. Um, it's turkey yeah. or nothing. Do you know what? So the year Next. before no. last, we had beef. No, you're wrong. No, you're a wrong woman. No. I don't like you. This well, is wrong. Okay. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> the end of it. Um, it's the end of our friendship. But this year, we were too drunk by 12 o'clock to go wow, i mean that's fucking impressive yeah well we started early on the champagne and the orange juice fucking so, did. um it's only Fox me and Hayley, so um but previously we've gone to the compass for christmas drinks and it's lovely and it's almost like a heightened version of what it's normally like to go to a traditional local pub like everyone's friendly everyone's like in high spirits and chatting Mm. But it's just heightened that little bit more because it's Christmas and they've got like Christmas jumpers on. Yeah. And having a quick few drinks before dinner. No, I'd dinner love to go. I'd stuff. love to go. Pubs at Christmas. I mean, it's a good time to go to a pub at Christmas time. I mean, depending on what pub you go to, if you're of going to, to a busy kind of high chain one or like a pretentious one, sometimes they suddenly get busy for no reason whatsoever. Mm. Um, mm. I wonder what I the know. Lucas Arms is like around Christmas. We haven't done that. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, maybe. Well, when we're let out into the world. Yeah, but also it'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Although we could do a pre-Christmas. Oh, it'd be awkward. I'm just thinking on Christmas Day it would be awkward. Oh, I'm not but, coming yeah. up on Christmas Day. No, 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 no that's talking, what I'm saying. Uh, pre-Christmas. Yeah. Well, why don't we do that? Why don't we do? Do you know what? If we're we, allowed, if we're allowed out, what we could do? Yeah, go on. We'll have. You know, you have like your works Christmas do. Yeah, yeah, we'll have we'll our have works Christmas, Christmas do. Because we're yeah. mates, but this is work, isn't this it? Is work, really? Yeah. Let's be honest. So, this is hard. Um, you know, we can go through analytics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
um but do you know what and we could tie that in because it's only up the road from the lucas arms we could go and because it's christmas it's perfect time to go we'll go to the dickens museum now, do you know what what dickens and churchill dickens and churchill are two people like historically that i would have a good conversation with in a pub yeah do you know what i mean yeah. like i can imagine churchill would be a bit of a lad you know but oh, posh yeah. lad, a bit of a posh lad like he's if, what he's what boris johnson wants to be but will never be <laughs> no because i mean look yeah. churchill's very problematic lately yeah and uh, well, but, it's, but it's like what we've we've discussed this before. Churchill was the prime minister you needed during the war. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. and also very. Uh, I just think very yeah. astute. I mean, I'm not very being funny, astute. but you know, I mean, uh, what do I know? But at that time, I don't feel I would have been as safe if Neville Chamberlain was prime minister. Oh, of during, course not, because he know, was a fucking idiot. There was a reason, came, yeah. He came off that fucking train, waving his bit of paper, going, there'll be peace in our times. Yeah, yeah. When I literally mean, everybody else was like, no, Neville, mate, yeah. they won't, because this I mean, he did a good Adolf speech to announce guy. it, let's be honest. Like, the speech it wasn't that great. Now. This country is at war with Germany. That's good, but... Then, leading on from that, you need someone... Because Churchill, you can imagine he's on the front line, and then he would have gone down the pub afterwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about it. Go, fucking mm. hell. The day I've had, lads. The day I've had. Like, he would have had a few... I know, Chur- And as no, we've said, Churchill you get more fluid right, right in a pub, leader. chilled out. So, that's it. That's my three. So, Charles Dickens, historic. Okay, we're saying now. I'm oh, sitting he, in a pub. I'm sitting Dickens, in a pub. Though. What a prick. Come on. Yeah, but a great writer and educated and someone like yourself that I could have an interesting conversation with. I want to sit in a pub having a conversation with, in a group. I mean, feel free to join me. I want to be in a pub with Charles Dickens, Winston Churchill and Rick Mail. Can you imagine that conversation? (laughs) It'd be amazing. I'll be there if Rick's there. I fucking yeah. loved him. Oh, you you know how I feel about Rick. Yeah. I met I met him three times. I know. And I envy yeah. you for that. I envy you for that. Yeah. That's one of my things to do actually. While we're in lockdown, I'm gonna open a uh, a beer and I'm gonna sit and go on YouTube on the TV and I'm gonna watch because I've never watched it. I've watched clips. I've never watched it fully. I'm gonna watch um, him doing George's marvelous medicine. You know what you watch? My mum, my me, my mum, and my dad watched um, Kevin Turvey investigate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. There's a there's the movie on YouTube. We okay. watched that. I'll watch it's that as well. Fucking great. And my mum, my mum, you know, it's funny because my mum really likes um, silly animation like me, yeah. and I like satire like my dad. You know, yeah. like so we have this weird, but there's this weird. Venn diagram of like basically Rick Mail and the comic strip and that kind of comedy that all three of us are like, yes, this shit yeah, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because there is something for everybody in it, I think. There are lots of like political jokes that if you don't get, it's fine. And then there are lots of like slapstick jokes that if you, I don't really like slapstick, but, but. I really love Rick Mail and yeah. Bottom and Young, yeah, you know, and that's yeah, sure, very slapstick. Sure. But that's not the bit that I like. But it, it's it's so I think appealing to a wide audience that 
it's fine if you don't like those things because yeah. there will be something for you in a minute. There'll be something a bit more cerebral, something a bit more thought provoking. Just wait a minute. And it's just, yeah. I mean, I love, I love Rick Mel. You know how much I love him. Yeah. And I know, and I know that you're, I mean, you and I are the only two that I can really, you're my only friend that I can really sort of mourn with. It still annoys I me. It, I, I still, it still, yeah. Uh, yeah, upsets me that he's not around. What are you drinking that's green? The glass is green. Fucking hell, that scared the shit out of me then. Um, is that white wine? Yes. Okay. Pinot um, Gris. Pinot Gris, which you always this... pick when we go to a pub. Yeah. Um, and right. now I know, now I know that you, well, now I know that you know that I drink wine. Yes. Maybe next time we meet in a pub, we might get a bottle, a couple of bottles to share. I like a Chardonnay. Yes, I love a Chardonnay. Love All right, Chardonnay. let's have a Chardonnay. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking now. I'm drinking a Chardonnay. Oh, oh that's it's, lovely. Um, it's a fair trade Chardonnay from Argentina. I don't know why I put extra eye in there. Argentina. <laughs> Argentina. <laughs> um, this is what happens when you've had a drink. <laughs> um, and this is what, uh, you know... This is what happens to, to people. Well, this is what happens to us when we we leave each other for an evening um, after we've been sitting in the Lucas Arms. So, the Lucas Arms has got a lot of mentions today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should about call this Vicky Goes On and On about the about Lucas the Lucas Arms. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, then also, well, we've also had a shout out to the Compass. Um, I've briefly mentioned the Bill Murray and the Old Bell. Yeah. Also, the Cannonbury is the best pub I've ever been to in Where's my life. Where's the Cannonbury? We've been there. It's not far from Highbury and Islington Station. Remind me, why did we go there? Cannonbury, because I love that pub. What does it look like inside? We weren't inside. We were in the garden. It's a massive beer garden. I know exactly where you mean. Yes. Um, and, and I had a pint of beer yeah. and it had white stripes on the glass. Was like it was like um yeah it was it was a okay. stout I had a stout I know exactly okay. yeah 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 it was it was a, a lovely, lovely pub. Yeah. pub isn't yeah. it yeah, yeah that is a lovely and the garden was lovely I the mean, garden is lovely the inside is nice pub garden the inside is nice but I even in the dead of winter I want to be I in do that feel garden. sorry for pubs that don't have a pub garden oh, I mean I, I know. know I know they do well and they sell especially like winter time they haven't got a care in the world but when yeah. it comes to some... no i know there's a pub near where i work um that oh, i don't know man it, it keeps it keeps changing management i heard from a woman on the bus that it was a brothel and that's why it closed wow. and now it's got a new name and oh it's all the whole thing anyway um it's right by the canal but it's like if in order to go to the canal you'd have to go down some steps and then there. Yeah. So it's not, so it's not, you know, it's not on the canal in any sort of um, interesting way. Yeah. And it's such a shame that you can't, maybe if they could, I don't know, like own some tables at the canal or something. I don't know what, I don't know if that's a thing that could yeah. happen, but you know, it's just such a shame because there is no outside space, but you're right next to Mile End Park and the canal, Regent's Canal. Okay. I what mean, if you're ever near, Water, that's lovely to look at. Yes, isn't it? Pub. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So it's such a shame that. that so you say it's a I don't know that they, brothel now. It was a brothel. This is what I heard from a lady on the bus because she mm. said to her mate, "Oh well, you know, I was talking to Clive. You know, he's a taxi driver, and he told me that it's closed now because it was a brothel." And I said, "I don't know what I was thinking. 
I don't know. It was wow. late in the day. Wow. I, you know, I was after work and I went, well, how does he know? Eh? And she went, what? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm just trying to be funny, but yeah. all right. From a bottle all of right. Bex to sex. <laughs> but I think it was, I think it probably was a brothel. Yeah. Anyway, so it closed for ages and now it's reopened as the cherry because uh, because the cherry has been well and well, truly popped in there many yeah. a time, yeah. Also, you know what's really fucking hacked me off about this lockdown? Go on. Mead and I, our friend Mead and I. Um, and it all has a connection. We have a friend called Mead. Mead is yeah. another word for beer. Yeah, but it's with beer a Beer you can buy in a pub. That's true. So. Um, she, she and her husband, David, uh, mm. uh, recently moved over to the UK. and yeah. um, Of which we're very I, happy about. <laughs> yes, Unfortunately, we, we can't fucking see him. <laughs> uh, no, I know. Yeah. But I did get to see her for my birthday. So I know I you know. did. But... Um, but we spent a long time trying to find a good pub quiz night. Now, okay. you would think that would be really simple, but yeah, it's, really, it's really not. It's no. hard to find a good one. No. Everyone's jumping on so the we pub. Had, Every pub yeah. is jumping on the pub quiz bandwagon and no one can... Yeah, but well, some, some of them shit. Yeah. No, some, some of them don't know how to do a polished quiz. No. So we found a good one in um, uh, Waterloo. Okay. And for a few months we were going to that and it was really great. And the guy was a really great host. Um, and we won once, so that's nice. But we did not win any any other time. So it's not like, oh yeah, we're it's so easy and we're so great. Yeah, 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 it wasn't, yeah. you know, it's not from that sort of yeah. um direction. And then um he didn't turn up once. So we were like, oh, maybe he's just like not doing it this week, he's got a thing going on, that's cool. And then he didn't turn up the next week. And then it, it just was never this guy again. So we decided to find another pub quiz. So it took us a couple of weeks and we found the perfect pub quiz in uh, Camden. Lovely girl, great pub, great vibe, really loved it. She was great. You know, every all of the elements came together. It was really easy yeah. for me to get home. It was really easy for me to get home. It was really easy for her cousin to get home. And then lockdown happened yeah i feel bad for that girl i really liked yeah. her i really i i hope that they survive and we come back and we'll but not me the the the, the quiz master yeah the quiz master Mead's yeah. fine Mead's well, actually London. i mean if she's good she will return but it's more about the pub isn't it you know because pubs were already in a bit of a yeah tis yeah i mean that's my worry that a lot of them won't reopen ever again. Yeah. And we're going to be left with these chains of fucking Weatherspoons and this twat, Philip, whatever his name is. Tim Martin. Tim Martin. Is it Tim Philip, Martin? Philip Green's... Oh, I'm thinking uh, of Philip Green, aren't oh, no, I? Yeah. yeah, Tim Green. Uh, I mean, they're both... They're... No. <laughs> All of them, name? yes. Tim Martin. <laughs> Tim Martin, there we go. Um, Philip Green's BHS. Yeah. Although, He's I, also a prick. I just, every time I think of him, it's just the hair, isn't it? It's that yeah. massive... That's how I feel about massive um, waves, oh waves of hair and a twat for a brain. They all look like, don't they? The um, the villain in a nineteen nineties kids film. I wouldn't be surprised if they were all competing on wacky races. <laughs> I liked Muttley. Muttley was cool. Yeah, 
cool. But I liked it dastardly, but you know, I didn't. Yeah. Even as a kid, I was like, no, Muttley's the best one. But cheeky I always, chat. I always, yeah. Well, I like a cheeky chat. Don't, don't you? Don't you love a pub even more when it allows a dog in? Yes. So here's one of the things that George Orwell wrote an essay. Okay. About about the best pub. Yeah. And um, I think it's called The Half Moon and Stars. I could be wrong. Moon is Underwater. A... Moon Underwater is what it's called. Because is that that's the name of a pub? In... Well, so here's the thing. George Orwell wrote this essay and the best pub has a dartboard and it has a dog in the corner and men smoking pipes. This is obviously before the smoking ban. And you read this whole essay and, I, and you must read it. It's really great. Okay. And it, it just, it does conjure up this i you know this perfect pub uh, certainly in sort of 1930s england and it's it sounds fucking amazing and then the point of it of course is that that pub doesn't actually exist because there isn't oh, a perfect okay. pub right so he's so, taking all the elements of a good pub yeah exactly uh, but, but i wonder the, if there is a never pub gonna out, get, out there well, like it though so so imagine the if you walked into that pub and you were well, like fucking hell this is so everything the, george orwell spoke about so the Canonbury is that the closest? Was one of the pubs that George Orwell frequented oh. and really loved. Yeah. And then there's another pub that I went to last year sometime that's not far from Highbury and Islington Station. And that was also one of the pubs. Although I didn't I thought it was a really nice pub that like the people were really great. The clientele yeah. are really lovely. The staff are really lovely. I mean, but I guess the, what you have to remember is that... You need to mix the two together, though. Yeah. I mean, what you have to remember, though, is the the atmosphere of the pub that you know probably wasn't the same as what George Orwell knew. Yes, I know that. You know, it's going to be a different <laughs> staff, at least. <laughs> I know that. Go about, oh, I remember no, when George but, Orwell used but to don't you, But don't you agree that there's some sort of institutional memory to a place? Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, um, so don't fucking no, be smart with me. I'm not, I'm Mr. just... <laughs> Mr. Tentman with your duvet. Well, you know, I bet the sound quality is far superior now. <laughs> um, yeah. I, this green is, wine. Um, yeah, this is a bottle and a half in, so now I'm becoming... Well, I've only done half a bottle, because I was trying to say... This has been a Head Full of Straw production of Vicky Goes On and On with Vicky Stokes and James Wells. Mm-hmm.